Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What a save from Mark Howard. Please welcome Jack, mate. Hello, mate. Hello, lads. How are, how are you? <laughs> Turn up 15 minutes late. you got yeah, down so two flip-flops. <laughs> Traitors. Can we swear on here? Yeah, of course you can. Piss is all over the mall. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. So West Ham is my religion. What colour boxers are they wearing? <laughs> and then half an hour later going, I've done it again. Everyone's like, yeah, and I bet you've seen a lion on the M11. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jack, it's a pound. Get a galaxy. <laughs> what would that be? Guinness or Guinness? Guinness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, four guineas. And it said cat. And it was David Seaman. Oh, what's the worst thing to happen to you in a changing room? It helps like Robbie Knox. Um, Formerly Tramp of Soccer AM. Yeah. So how come you decided that chickens are going as well? What? Look at the trackies! <laughs> oh, he did wear the trackies. Yeah. And then we had the rematch at the O2. And I beat him with a 90 checkout. I um, took over Bromley, lost every pre-season, turned it off. It was me, Carlton Cole, James Collins, presenting live from London Stadium. He's coming in, I'm having to feed him cranberry and bread sauce. <laughs> now, Upton Park was a special place, mate. We're all caught up, baby. We're all caught up. <laughs> Welcome back to the Yours Mine Away podcast with me, Mark Howard, and producer Ben. Today, you might hear us both fangirling over our current guest. Uh, I think think we're both massive fans. He's got one of the UK's biggest and most favourite podcasts. Uh, A lot of his, our audience, are goalkeeper-specific listeners, but this one's going to be so different uh, for all good reasons. Uh, Please welcome Jack, mate. Hello, mate. Hello, lads. How are, how are you? Oh, good, mate. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me on. Your set is is lovely. I just want to jump straight in and say I didn't know there were that many goalie gloves. Oh, mate, there's hundreds more. Is there? Hundreds more. Any other glove providers, please get in contact. <laughs> <laughs> like, see, I, yeah, like you said in the intro there, like, I don't know much about goalkeeping. I don't know much about football, really. I've been blagging <laughs> it. But these, um, yeah, I, I know you get loads of different boots and that. I always see like Theo Baker you've had on yep. he's been banging on about boots recently and but gloves like how many you got here like 20, 20 odd here and they're yep. all so different they're all different but they've all they're all based around the same sort of thing as long as the palms are good the latex and that yeah like everyone's got their own designs it's like football boots like they all do the same job well do, do they have um, do you have the metal in the fingers <laughs> or controversial yeah. topic so is it, <laughs> yeah. I wear spine still I still wear finger saves but I, I, like, I've i told the story before mm. and I love 
Van der Sar, Shay Given. So they wore it. I was like, yeah, I'm definitely doing that because they were fucking unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but loads of professional goalies don't do it now. There's only three or four that do. Why, why would they? Why would they not? It's just what you get used to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a lot stronger fingers than me. Because <laughs> I remember like years ago, like just playing sort of like re or like playing in the park, whatever, playing against the garage. I'd wear some gloves and they'd have the little metal or plastic bit and yeah, I'd plastic, just clip, yeah. I'd snap, them, yeah. them, snap them all yeah. the time. Yeah. yeah, I probably ruined them. But No, they've, they've evolved now that you can only go one way with them and they bend perfectly. They're, really? like, they're so crazy. What's, right? your, what's your favourite pair up here? Also, I currently wear these ones, the sales goalkeeper gloves. The, right. Uh, but yeah, every glove's got their own slight take on how they do things and the technology behind them. Love it. Yeah. What's it, your favourite pair, Jack? Just well, obviously I'm going just off oh, kind of, of like course. the aesthetics alone. Um, okay, God. We these got, are an old retro Peter Schmeichel pair. I like them. Like them a lot. Uh, these are like sort of UFC type gloves. <laughs> yeah, they do, yeah. Um, yeah, ask me, Begovic's own brand. Oh, are they? Yeah, ABs. Yeah. Well, you got your own brand. No, it's coming though. No, it? it's not. No. <laughs> I'm gonna go for. Um, God, they're all so different. Uh, do you know what? We were talking just before we came on about why you support Tottenham yep. and liking the white kits. I agree with you on that. So I'm gonna go for these. The hose, just, yeah. Hose just, sockers, all white gloves, traditional. Yeah, just yeah, just plain plain white. I like it. Big nice. pair of white goalie yeah. mitts. Yeah, yeah, lovely. Love it. Right, let's get on to Jack, mate. Uh, obviously. Jack makes happy hour. Yeah, uh, you've started years ago, but it's really turned into its own different. Like it's just, it's, it's got its own entity now. It's, mm -hmm. it's grown legs and run away, isn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, mate. Yeah, we started a podcast about four years ago. Just me and me and my mate Stevie, who just worked in boots. Just called him up one day and went, "We should do a pod." Everyone... Thought you worked for the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> wow, you have done your research. You really. He have. didn't like to say that in the first few shows <laughs> nah, either. No, nah, he didn't. He didn't. Um, he had this he had this whole thing where it was like apparently you're not allowed to tell people you're an optician if you're an optician and we were like it's not that deep <laughs> mate you can tell people you work in boots but yeah we just we just started meeting up originally we were going to be a youtube drama show because my background on youtube is slagging off youtubers essentially that's how i started um in a comedic way although they would probably say otherwise <laughs> uh and then and then we i always wanted to to interview people i'm, I'm so inter like I'm, i've been a fan of sort of not so much now, but like I grew up sort of like listening to Joe Rogan and yep. all them sort of old pods and studied media at college. And part of that course was interview techniques. So I was, I, was, I think I'm fairly decent at that. So yeah, it just sort of, sort of snowballed really. Fairly decent. It's got your 1.4 million subscribers to the channel on YouTube. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, I, I've kind of... <laughs> You're underplaying it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I've sacked that channel off a bit now. Yeah. Just because as you get older, like I'm almost 30 now and it's like... Doing those skits and sort of moaning about other YouTubers, I've I've met them all now and they're they're all all right, really. Do you know what I mean? So it's, is as it you... hard then, <laughs> like doing that crossover when you've met someone, slagged them off but in the past, and they're going, "I've seen your video." Yeah, <laughs> it is tricky. Like I, I I kind of I can I can rest easy at night because the the mate the big videos I did where I was ca calling people out, I think I was doing it for the right reasons. Like it wasn't I never sort of attacked anyone for their looks or anything like that. It was always their actions and. The, the the kind of people I mix with now or the the good guys from YouTube like Spencer and people like Theo Baker not that I'm the best of mates with them but just I'm I'm using people that we both yeah, yeah. know they're all they're, they're good guys but you, back in the day on YouTube you did have a lot of people that were sort of manipulating their audience and, and sort of trying to just they'd get an audience they'd say what can we sell them and how quickly can we sell them stuff and uh, that was that was kind of I, I learned that pretty early on and I, uh, the, the, just to quickly go into it I wanted to be one of these sort of happy clappy vloggers <laughs> and then I met them at, 
and just knew these it conventions. You. And I was like, they are not my kind of people. They'd come up to me and be like, first thing they say is how many subscribers you got, how much money you made. It's like, are we not just normal people? Can we not just have a conversation? <laughs> so yeah, I turned out to be kind of like the black sheep of YouTube for a while. And then the podcast helped me convince other Could... people I went a dick. <laughs> <laughs> well, obviously the podcast has been growing and growing over years and that. Mm -hmm. uh, when you first started that, you say it was just a just wanted to have a chat with your mates and have a laugh. Yeah. Is that literally how it started? Mm. I was always doing, I, I tried two or three different pods before I settled on Happy Hour. And uh, originally it was going to be a YouTube drama show uh, about four or five weeks in. I was doing it with, with another YouTuber called I'm Alex, who he was a commentary YouTuber as well, Did pretty much did the same thing as I did. But then I realised that I, I, didn't, I didn't care about that stuff anymore. And I just liked having a chat with mates. I know that's a cliche. Everyone says their podcast is like, three blokes in a pub having a chat or whatever but it literally it literally was that and then I'd, I was fortunate enough that before I did that podcast I'd interviewed my comedy hero Ricky Gervais yeah so he came on the show quite early on and then once you get someone like Gervais on it's quite easy to get guests yep. like I could sit here and say oh it's grafting for you but it's like <laughs> Jack White will come on because he's seen Ricky Arm. I mean, Mark knows it. We call it the Aaron Ramsdale effect. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I've kind of lent on a few of my contacts. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, yeah. It has to be done, mate. Yeah. has to be done. But yeah, since then, the last four years, been the best four years of my life. Like, and you've recently moved studio as well. Yeah, so we've left our place. Currently, at the time of recording this, January, um, we're not in yet. And I've not, it's, I think it's just, just started getting built. But it, if it looks anything like this, I'll be chuffed because <laughs> last four years we just filmed in a tiny little black box, which was an absolute sweat box. Like, I don't know if you've seen any of the clips on YouTube. Everyone comes out dripping with dripping with sweat, so it's nice to be. Well, I appreciate yeah. the compliment. I mean, if you saw me and Mark with the staple gun, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the truth. We, the first day before filming, we were stapling this stuff to the wall. So. <laughs> no, I love it. That's love how it. real it actually is. So. You've got some great features on your show. Like I said, we're massive fans, all caught up. Uh, yeah. The 12 Days of Christmas, I really love that. Oh, uh, cheers, mate, cheers. But yeah, look, all these sort of things, your dream day, mm. Agony Aunt, uh, there's so many bits of your show that you've like taken it to the next level and people just really buy into it. Uh, I know the Q&As go down really well. Yeah, yeah. It's we, So we have two strands. On a Monday, we do a main show Monday, yeah. which we're with my co-host, Robbie Knox, Stevie White. That's just us chatting waffle, really. Um, but that's, got, that's what the core... Happy Hour fans love. They love that stuff. But then, although I love it, and I really do love it, my passion is learning things from new people from all different walks of life. So on a Thursday, we have our sort of interview show and we have sports people, celebrities, YouTubers and stuff. And that's my real passion. Yep. But it feels like the audience gravitate more towards the Mondays. And like I say, I love I love both of them. So. I think it's just the camaraderie and the banter that you three have together that everyone just buys into. They're just, I can't wait to hear what you... Take the piss out of each other about. <laughs> yeah, shit. I think it helps, like, Robbie Knox, um, formerly Tramp of Soccer AM back <laughs> in the day. Um, I met him on a Chinese cooking show that we did years ago, and we came, we became mates. And he's a good... Because he's a slightly different generation, a little bit older. I think he's 44 now or 45 or something. Um, it's, a, it's a bit of a stranger dynamic, but he, because he's from a TV background, he, yep. he's got a, he's got a slight grasp of comedy. He's quite funny, so I think it works. <laughs> and then Stevie's just there to make up the numbers. Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, obviously, you, you're working with your fiance as well now. Mm -hmm. uh, as a, 
you've brought her into the show today as yeah. well. But yeah, she's become an integral part of what you do. Uh, yeah. Is it really strange having that working relationship with someone? It is, because you can't really fire them. No. And also, <laughs> some of the stuff that you talk about on Happy Hour <laughs> is so close to the mark. I'm like, wow. <laughs> What, yeah. like, what, what, what Premier League managers you want to sleep with? <laughs> <laughs> we got so much stick what? for that, mate. So much stick. But now she's Fee's great because she's so relaxed. Like so, like I can push jokes quite far, and she'll know I'm joking. Like she'll never have a problem with it as well. Like we got, we got kind of one of those. It's, it's a real nice relationship where like I can walk down the street and go, "Oh, she's." She's attractive, isn't she? And she'll agree with me. And then she'll point out a bloke. And I'll go, you cannot say that to me. <laughs> but no, she's, she's cool. There's, there's a few times where I'll push it a, a, a far. And then I get in the car after and with Phil. I just look at her. I go, is that all right? <laughs> but she's, she's never had a problem. Surely with she fires so. back and say, you don't want to watch Gone Girl with them, do you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, she's, she's quality. I, uh, she's... I, I don't really know what her role is. She used to edit for Happy Hour, but like this year, she's more like does my emails and stuff like that. And I see a lot of people in the space, they they work with a partner. Like I think Spencer works with Alex yeah, and, yeah. and stuff like that. And it sounds cheesy, but Fee's literally my rock because she she sorts out. There'll be there'll be times when I'm like, just want to go pub. And she's like, you can't. So you've got to do this, <laughs> that and the other. So Keeps you together. Yeah, I'm only here today because she told me I've got to. <laughs> uh, going on to uh, Happy Hour then, you've had some massive high profile guests. You talk about Ricky Gervais and that, but you've, you've had loads on the 12 Days of Christmas, obviously. Mm -hmm. Is there anybody still left out there that you're, you're desperate to get on? Oh. There's, I'm, I'm sure there's loads, mate. I'm sure there's loads. My favourite comedian is an American comedian called Bo Burnham. Um, I'd love to, I'd love to have him on, um, but I'm not sure how much he's doing at the moment. Caleb Followill is one I always say. He's the lead singer from Kings of Leon. Yep. I've watched a documentary with some of the stuff he's got up to in his life, and you can imagine a rock and roll proper rock star, proper rock and roll. Yeah, we had John Dawkins on, who is. Um, He's, do you know Tom Grennan's music? Yes. Yeah, he's Tom Grennan's manager, and he right. he discovered the enemy. He went to like um like a small festival back in the days, discovered the enemy, and he shared some stories. So if John Dawkins has got some stories, no offense, John, <laughs> but if he's got some stories, then what's Caleb Followell been up to? But um, Robbie Knox has Noel Gallagher's number, and you've not <laughs> texted him yet. No, because basically Robbie used to be the researcher on Soccer AM, so book the guest. So he's got a f f extensive phone book. And I keep, I'm trying to, I keep get, getting at him, like, just give Noel a call. But whether or not that's still his number or not. Noel uh, would definitely fire back saying he's got to shave off his moustache or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, was yeah. Was it Noel that done the well, 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 Robbie Knox? It was. Yeah, it was. Imagine that. It's, see, I'm more, I'm more of a Liam fan, hmm. to be honest. Don't know about you, you guys. You won't get him on the show now. <laughs> <laughs> You've killed yourself. Now that you shot yourself in the foot. That's Noel gone. <laughs> we, had, we had Noel's daughter on Anais Gallagher and she shared some some stories so maybe I'll maybe next up is like Liam's son or, so, or something <laughs> although I've seen some of the press about I, him. I would love it if you fired a text and all you got back was I say maybe <laughs> yes that's all it needs yes I like it it would just kill you off you'd be like where do I go from <laughs> yeah, here yeah. I said maybe <laughs> who would be your dream guest for this for, let's say let's say from the world of football from the world of football yeah. <laughs> I'm a goalie geek, so like obviously I'm always going to bring this back to goalies. Having Aaron Ramsdale on as a friend, but mm -hmm. yeah, Ben Foster, you've brought his shirt in today. Yeah, Fozzie, I'm so nervous about asking him because he's like, 
He's like the shining light for everyone that, in football that's yeah, done this Ramsdale's sort of a space. bigger name than Foster. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'd love to have some of my heroes on. Yeah. I'd love to have David Seaman, Edwin van der Sar, Peter Schmeichel. Like yeah. the guys that I grew up watching and I wanted to be, that would just be like Mate, Seaman, career full Seaman circle. come on, wouldn't he? He's got, it's, I think Seaman's got, got a pod. He's got, got a pod, pod Seaman wife, says. Think, yeah. Do you know what? I, I, just when was this now? Last summer, we we went to Spotify to, to check out the studio. And um, we were, we were driving there. Stu- the, have you been to Spotify? Do you know? Where no, that not is? yet. So it's just it's just on the just on the Thames, and uh, we pull pull off. I can't drive anyway, so in London that's <laughs> tricky for me. Pull off, and this car. Let's say it was a Rolls Royce. I can't remember. It was a nice car. It just cut me up. I was like, "Who's this prick?" And then the number plate. I swear to, I swear, I, if I, <laughs> your listeners will research this up. Yeah, right? they will. Yeah. I'm sure I haven't got this wrong. It had a little England flag on it, and it said "cat," and it was David Seaman. <laughs> David Seaman got out, and his number plate was "cat," and I love that. I love, I love that because he was a cat. Have you heard about the Tony Warner one? No. So Tony Warner was at Liverpool when they were famously winning loads of things. Mm. They were. Uh, this is like years ago. David James was playing, I think, and uh, his number plate was "bonus." Bonus. Yeah. Why? Because he sat on a bench and got all the bonuses. <laughs> <laughs> and you think so, that's just genius. So good. If there, if there's one thing footballers are good at, it's yeah. nicknames. Yeah. Isn't yeah. It? Just, Have you got any nicknames? Yeah. So uh, yeah, mine's Chomp. Chomp. Yeah, like the 10p chocolate bar. Well, it's about 50p now, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, I, I got given that as a kid when I was in Scotland. Uh, I went on loan to a team called uh, St Mirren. Yeah. Uh, when I first went in the dressing rooms, like yeah, I'm H Howie whatever you want to call me to be honest mm-hmm. and then uh yeah i got given the name nick chomp because i'd like nibble it a bit of banter and there was another guy there called champ and they was like oh you sit next to him you're chomp then <laughs> and i was like it's not my name it's definitely not my name like i refused it i was only eight, like 18 19 i was like i hate hate being called chomp <laughs> within a month i was like hi everyone i'm chomp <laughs> do you still get it now no oh, I, I call myself it i normally introduce it like so every room, I walked in, in and went all right chomp yeah <laughs> oh really yeah. Yeah. that's what i'm known everyone yeah. in football now probably knows me more as that and if someone calls me mark i'm like all right dad quality so weird it's mad how they stick isn't yeah, it yeah. it's so mad how they stick like normally I, it's just a y on the end of a name isn't it yeah 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 I, there's a, i've got a lot of mates all called lewis but they everyone just calls them by their by their surname, surname yeah. yeah so it's like lewis wellham lewis maury like yeah y's on the end as yeah. well have you heard about um fitzall what his nickname is what is fitzall you know fitzall the player yeah his, his nickname was one size one size fits all. It's a great good name, that, isn't it? Yeah. So good. Yeah. That's what I mean. Footballers are quality at these nicknames. Yeah. There are loads out there. I yeah. know loads of nicknames that are like, like mine, not relevant at all to mm. the people. Like people call cheesy, and you're like, why are they called cheesy? And it's like just someone called him it by accident. It's stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a guy in our team now at Wrexham called Andy Cannon, and he swears that on the M62 where he lives, like near in Manchester, he saw a lion the other day. Right? So, what? Yeah, it's like, and he's aware of the fairies, man. Yeah. So now his nickname's Simba. <laughs> oh, yeah, he so, and he hates it. He's he, not seen a lion. No, he's seen a statue outside of a pub they're called the oh, Red right, Lion, hasn't he? Right, yeah. <laughs> and, and he's told this story, like thinking, oh, I better tell the lads. They were actually. And he's like, oh, I pulled like this van was pulled over, and then as I looked round the corner, as I passed it, there was a, there was a lion. And I was like, <laughs> like, none of us believe him. So like, we all take. He gets heavily abused That's now, quality. saying he goes to zoos on days off and everything <laughs> like that. I love it. I, lo- I I don't think I would survive in the changing rooms of of football football. Games. It's changed massively. When I came through, it was ruthless. It was horrible. Was it? Yeah, yeah. It was actually. I say it was horrible. It was the best of times as well because yeah. it was just you could get away with anything. Like you were 
super gluing everyone's shoes to the floor. Was it? Like, yeah, it just and you destroy people's gear. But now it's so sensitive. And, and go so, to HR now, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's it. It's all changed. <laughs> You're literally not allowed to tie up someone's shoelaces twenty four <laughs> times and tie them in a knot. You're not allowed to give people black eyes anymore. <laughs> Pathetic. Yeah, <I> mean, <laughs> My mate, I had a mate growing up called Ryan Kennedy, and he was the best footballer at sort of our level that we'd ever seen. And um, he had trials for Norwich, and apparently, when he was in his pants, they took his clothes and did something with him. And he had to walk home through Norwich in his pants, and he just did, never went back, no. and just never made it as a footballer. And he was at le levels above anything I'd ever seen. So, so scarred him as a person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's part of. I guess that's part of being a footballer, isn't it? You got to have thick skin. Well, those sort of things, like putting deep heat in someone's pants, that's that's like a regular daily occurrence. Yeah. But you can imagine the pain. Yeah. If you're not used to that, I think I felt that pain. Yeah, <laughs> I've had a bit of a groin strain yeah. or something. Yeah, that's that's mad. What's the worst thing to happen to you in a changing room? I think it was probably uh, when I was young in Scotland, you used to get, on your birthday, you used to get put in the metal, we used to got these metal boot skips. Right. So like, once the boots are out of them, on your birthday, you'd get put in them and pushed around and kick, they'd kick the bin. It'd be like, you'd be really scared. What, on your birthday? Yeah, it's like, oh, happy birthday. And then as you got out, you'd either get like, soaked with water or the old boot polish, you know, the black boot polish. Yeah, they'd like, yeah. try and like, tie your skin with it. Jesus. And, I'm glad I'm not a footballer yeah. now. <laughs> 29 years, I've been gutted that I never made it. Now, after 20 minutes with you, I'm fine about it. But there's nothing off limits in the dressing room, which is also really funny. So, like, the lads with a small dick, you, you, like, it, it's really funny. I'd be, I'm so glad I'm not a footballer. <laughs> Jeez. I'm that guy, once in a blue moon when I go to the gym, if I'm in the changing rooms, I'm, I'll find a little cupboard, like a little <laughs> lost property cupboard or something and get changed in there. I'm not about that life. Nah. No, I don't get the geezers that walk around with the knobs out but you lot are all about that that's all we do yeah that's just all we do the football's not even part of it anymore is that in the next series yeah. of the docu yeah, documentary it, yeah. <laughs> just, just 24 men in pants Love Look, it. Uh, we've got oh, one of the supporters of our podcast mm. but in our dressing room we've all got the oddballs the boxer short company okay yeah so like they've provided our whole dressing room with boxer shorts that are like multicolored, mental and like right. we just you get used to seeing 24 lads in like zebra print like, <laughs> pants and that. You're like, oh, what, is, that what the, that. is that what the team are wearing when they're playing? No, nah, not really. <laughs> Only, like, given, like, everyone's got them on in training. Or yeah. like, we've got normal like sloggies, we call them. Yeah. But yeah, like there's a load of these lads just walking around in these like luminous coloured pants now. <laughs> I love it. I yeah. love it. It's... That's just normal for football now. <laughs> what colour are yours? I can't believe I just nah, asked that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask. You can see them. <laughs> I told you I'm a fan. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously like, all of these sort of things that just they're normal occurrences but like, you tell people outside of football like that don't happen that can't happen anymore yeah, yeah. It's that's why that's why like you and people like fozzy like the stuff that you're doing we you would have never had this kind of access like yeah. five years ago to, yeah, to, the, to these stories so it's so good like have you played card roulette like when you go to a restaurant, uh, I I I know, roulette, yeah, right? I know know about it. So why like these sort of things always happen? Like obviously, if we all went out for lunch, you'd like put your phone on the table, and it would be like if your missus rings, first one to have their missus phone, you're like, you paying for dinner. Oh really? Yeah, yeah but that. surely you just tell them, wouldn't you? I'm well, going for dinner. Know, do not ring me <laughs> if you don't know. But we have oh. all the fines in place and stuff like this. But yeah, yeah. Tap, like, tap roulette's one of them. You've been caught out on that. Not heavy enough, no, not no. badly, but yeah. I'd probably call him more than his wife, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> Quite like it. <laughs> I'm not Pie face, he, he always does that. There's an app, 
where yeah. you put your finger on it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah we use that a lot. Yeah, yeah. it does that. Oh yeah. no, I'm too, I'm too tight for that. <laughs> yeah. Now we've got a fines wheel as well that I've got. Like if you're late and stuff like that, if you're wearing the wrong equipment. But on the wheel, there's like some really weird punishments, like a, like a one minute dancing, silent disco, in front of everyone. <laughs> no. What? So, no music. So you put in headphones in. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So you put headphones in and like. You have to just dance for sixty seconds oh. in front of everyone. There's that. There's a animal. You know, you have to pretend to be an animal. There's boy band. You have to like get the squad number above you, squad number below you, and you have to perform as a boy band. <laughs> so like, and the you, you'd tell. rather pay the fine. You'd rather yeah. pay like money. Like yeah, you'd rather get out of it. Some of them are bad. Cannot tell you how glad I am. I'm not a footballer. <laughs> yeah, right? but it's all character building, I suppose. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's what we tell each other. <laughs> how old are you? Say? Are you 36? 36. Right? How much character building do you need to do at 36? <laughs> <laughs> the Them years like... are gone, Mark. <laughs> I'm the biggest child. Like, I try like live off like the Peter Pan shell. Like, I never want to get old. I still yeah. like. I'm 36. I, st- I keep saying I'm going to go till 40, and I've got that in my head. I'm yeah. going to go to a 40 as long as my body will let me which at the moment it is yeah so like do you feel much different in your body from when you're like 30 now or not uh i feel better because i know do how you? to manage my body yeah right. so when i was like in my 20s mm. i would just keep going keep going if i had an injury i'd try and play through it but now i know like if i need an extra time off or if i need to do this in the gym to help me yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot easier now because I, I know what i need right fair and also i'm quite experienced now to say that's not for me anymore. Yeah. Where like I can say to a coach, like, I'm not doing that session. It's not good for my body. Yeah. 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 Like, when I was in my twenties, I'd still be doing it. Going, you couldn't get away with it. Yeah, yeah. I've got a bad back now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Love it. All these sort of things happen. <laughs> I, I've changed loads of my diet throughout the years and that. Have like, you? I, I turned vegetarian six and a half years ago. Oh wow. So like when it was all before it was trendy. Yeah, yeah. But I was getting loads of back problems. So then I was like, I need to change something. I tried doing yoga and Pilates and that. And then I was like, well, someone's told me that red meat's high in inflammation. I'll just quit it all. And then I did it as like, oh, I'll do it for a week. And then I just got addicted to it. I was like, I'm like but we're all addictive personalities right. deep down yeah. in sports and quite superstitious. So you're like, oh, it worked. And then you just carry it on. You're like, you oh, never it had, still works. Never had it since. No, nothing. So this leads wow. me on to our next subject with you, Just Eat. Just. <laughs> <laughs> Great transition there, no? Yeah. What about how many I have? Yeah, six hundred and unbelievable. Yeah, see that was that was delivery six forty something. I got it slightly wrong. In a year, I, this is. By I, the well, way. that's the thing. I got it slightly wrong. I think I said it was in a year. It was. It was. I think it was in two years or something. Oh, Still, that makes it late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, but then that's not even taken into into account. Uber Eats, Just Eat, going to going the, out, put, yeah. yeah, going to collect it. I have the worst diet in the world, mate. I'm just because I'm just. I like to say I'm so busy. I have to order, but the truth is I'm so <laughs> lazy. I have to order. Like I've been in my new house like a year and a half. I genuinely reckon me and Fee have cooked a meal ten times in a year and a half. <laughs> wow, it's a problem. Yeah, I'm not going to live very long. <laughs> I love the way you just openly am. Yeah. Yeah. Quite happy with it. <laughs> yeah. And my plan is just to have the best 40 years I can, and then we'll just call it a day. Go hard. Yeah. yeah. Just go hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think yesterday I'd had two deliveries before midday. Wow. Are you yeah. so you literally like breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Just... Everything, mate. Everything. Sometimes, if I'm. How is someone not sponsoring you? Yeah, I know. I know. And some. What was it? And like Domino's, they're not even on their app. So they've got their own app. So that's. I'm not even taken into that. Taking that into account, um, yeah. Yesterday, woke up at like eight at a Starbucks. That's it. Yeah, I got a coffee and a 
bacon sandwich, but they didn't have any bacon sandwiches. Have you not got so. a kettle? Okay. <laughs> See, Fee <laughs> moans at me. She doesn't want me to be like this. But I'm, I think, like you said, we've all got addictive personalities. And Yours is food. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, pretty, it's pretty bad. Yeah. But the, a week ago, as I say, been in the house a year and a half, never been able to get Mackie's there. A week ago, what do you think happened? They allowed it. Wow. <laughs> I'm in the catchment zone. So I Big am, news. It is big news. It's also trouble as well. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is, because them nuggets are too good. Yeah. <laughs> you have to do a YouTube challenge where you go without. I couldn't. I could, and that and that would be a terrible video because it would just be me sat there hungry, Starving. <laughs> yeah. shaking in the corner of a yeah. room, cold shower. Just need a fix. Yeah. <laughs> just like, scratching away. Well, what, what, so if you order on, if you deliver, are you allowed or not? Yeah, of course. Yeah, right. like everyone thinks that our, our diet and our lifestyle is so strict. It, obviously, the higher up you go and the, the better of football you are, right? It is. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, what if you? Because being a veggie and a footballer, if you order, what are you going for? I love Nando's as much as everybody else, but I'll just get like the beanie wrap or the mushroom and halloumi. But you said, oh, so oh, I'm so not vegan. I'm not. But but red red. It's not. It's all meat. You're you're off. Yeah, yeah not meat, just no red meat. meat. No, yeah, so I eat no meat, no fish. How come you How come you decided, because it was the red meat that was inflaming your back, yeah. so how come you decided that chickens are going as well? Because <laughs> I'm just mental. Uh, I literally like did it in like a couple of week blocks. So I gave up red meat for two weeks, and I was like, oh. And then I was eating chicken every day, and I was like, I'm really gone off chicken. So yeah. then I was like, oh. after a month, I was like, right, no meat, I'll just eat fish. And then like, after two weeks, I was like, I really don't like fish anymore. Wow. So then it was just like, it just fell out of my diet. And I was like, so I did the full vegan for like six months to a year. Oh, but that's tough. It's too hard. Yeah. It's too hard to live an enjoyable life. Yeah. Are I you a cheese it... man? Yeah, I love cheese. Yeah. So I vegan cheese. cheese, I hear, is pretty poor. Oh, it's terrible. It's like eating a, like a rubber. rubber mat. Smelly rubber. Yeah, it's terrible. I'd rather eat a flip flop. Would you? Yeah, yeah. I think so. It's probably one of your initiations. It? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's on the wheel. <laughs> Turn up 15 minutes later, you got yeah, down so two like... flip flops. <laughs> I tell you what, I've eaten some bad meals in my time. They could be up there. <laughs> nice bit of hot sauce on that. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day they put flip-flops on delivery. <laughs> Give it a go, won't you? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Right. As this is a goalkeeping show then, I'm <laughs> going to test your knowledge now with our quiz, goalie or no goalie. Oh, God. So I've <laughs> got five international goalkeepers that are currently playing. Okay. So the clues in that they're currently international goalkeepers. It's not any tricks in there. Number number ones. Well, no, one of three. 
Okay. They've been in their last squads. Okay, okay. So there is like it's difficult. You're not meant to get them, right? Uh, and then it's five other names, celebrity or other. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm very competitive. So who is our top, top one, top two? Uh, Connor O'Keefe has got eight. Oh, he smashed it, didn't he's he? He's got eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I okay. think he only got two wrong. So right. And then the worst is four. Alex McCarthy at Southampton's on four. Okay. So the the levels in between. Are... If I can get in the middle of them, I'll be buzzing. Mm, I, think, I think Theo got Theo Baker got seven. I think. Oh, but he's so a nerd, isn't he? He's a yeah. nerd. He knows everything about football. Yeah. <laughs> so if I, right, I'm going to aim to beat Theo. Right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Right. So it's one point for each answer. Okay. Uh, listeners can head over to YouTube and follow our leaderboard. Right. Ready? Yeah. Right, so you just say goalie or no goalie, right? Okay. Number one, Andre Radu. Andre Radu, Andre Radu. Don't know why, but I'm getting tennis in my head there. Radu. I'm going to say no goalie. He is a goalie. Oh. Romania and Cremont's in Serie A. Wow, goalie. he's got a bit of hair about him. Yeah. <laughs> Decent. <laughs> Who's, what club's he at? Inter? Uh, Cremont's. Oh, oh, yeah, in you just Serie said. A. Yeah. Oh, Okay, not a great start. Theo ah. Baker's not quaking in his boots. So. <laughs> <laughs> right, number two, Milan Borjan. So they all sound like names that should be a goalie. Milan Borjan. Or a footballer. Reminds me of Milan Barosh. Mm. I'm going to say I'm gonna say goalie. He is a goalie. Oh, Canada on. and Red Star Belgrade goalie. Oh, yes. I reckon I, he, wore, he wore the trackies, right? Is he a trackies No, that's Gabby O'Carreilly. Oh, is it? No, look. Oh. Look at the trackies. <laughs> oh, he did wear the trackies. Yeah. Lovely trackies. <laughs> I know more about goalies no, than yeah. you. <laughs> I thought it was only over Gabby O'Carreilly at Wall Bottoms. <laughs> I think I Googled once which goalie wears trackies, and he probably come up nice. a, a, amongst the other guy. Right, okay. One for two. Take that. Yeah, that's nice. Number three, Arnold Hills. <laughs> Arnold Hills <laughs> sounds like a place in Cumbria <laughs> going for a walk uh, I'm going to say no goalie he is not a goalie I think you should know this name actually he's the founder of West Ham yeah I knew that yeah, yeah. owner of the Thameslink Ironworks and Shipbuilding oh, Company I didn't have a clue look at him there what a dapper gentleman what so he oh, his so... touch must remind you of someone <laughs> Yeah. He's got a bit of knocks about that's him. What I mean. has, he's he definitely has, he got has. a bit of knocks about him. What, so he 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 he's he the owned uh, the, the Thames Works. Oh wow! Yeah. God. Okay. Two for three. That's good. Good going. Good start. Born on twelfth of March. Number Sim four. Aaron Evans. Aaron Evans. No goalie. He is not a goalie. And I know you're a fan of this show, but spoiler alert, he's a finalist in The Traitors. Oh, yes. Aaron, I would have never got that. I love these questions. What a show. Have you seen it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So good. Have you, apparently there's a US one out now. Yeah, and an Australia one. Well, you seen them all? No, I haven't watched them yet. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I finished the English one. I'm desperate to go home and start the rest. It's so good, mate. It's so good. It's I, so um, good. I well want to go on it. I well want to go on it. If I oh. could go on any reality show, I'll go on that. Yeah, that'd yeah. be alleged celebrity yeah, so version, good. wouldn't it? So, so question quickly. Yeah. The f spoilers. So skip ahead if you if you if you haven't watched the traitors yet. <laughs> this is your warning. Um, Kieran in the final. Yep. You know when he left and said parting gift. So out of order. Cheating. Cheating. <laughs> not not in the spirit of the show. No. <laughs> Going. Can't wait for you all to find out who it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying who it is. Oh, he sort it's of not, yeah, horrible. Yeah. 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 I was fuming watching it. I was livid. I binged that over Christmas. Yeah. I loved it. Oh, yeah. it's so good. I love. Everyone loves it. Yeah. It's mad. There's another show called The Mole in America. Watch that one first. So yeah. I'm watching that one now. Right. Not as good. No, it's not. Nah. I think it's like I've watched the first few. And it's getting better. Yeah. 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 It's got the the hunky blonde guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, the traitors, 
Can we swear on it? Yeah, of course you can. Piss is all over the mole. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it so is. good. Is. That's going in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think they want to use it for this. <laughs> right, three out of four. Yeah, take that. Good. <clears throat> Number five, Brian Gamlin. Goalie. No goalie. Oh. He is the inventor of the original dart sport. <laughs> is he really? <laughs> oh, he what? was a carpenter. Wow. God, mate, these questions are banging. He was a carpenter that invented the modern darts board in 1896. Can you do my question? Because for my <laughs> podcast, I just I used to just ask what sandwich people like. I, I threw this together on the train on the way down here. Did you? Yeah. Quality. I love it. Right. But it's all like current stuff that obviously I know that you're love yeah. the darts and that. I love my darts, but not enough to know who invented the dart board. <laughs> well, <laughs> so you, you haven't now. talked about your darts yet. We'll talk about your darts after the yeah. quiz. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so... Number six, Yuri Pavlenka. Have I heard that name? Have I heard that name? I don't know. Pavlenka. Yuri Pavlenka. <sighs> I really want to do well. Um, it's weird because when you see it, you care for it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you yeah, care yeah, for yeah. it. You're involved now. <laughs> yeah. You're really vested yeah, in yeah. this. <laughs> um, I'm going to say, oh, no goalie. He's a goalie. Oh, I knew it as well. Czech Republic and Werder Bremen. I don't know why. I'd, yeah, I, I kind of knew as, as that was coming out of my mouth. I was You're messing a football up manager, up. man, aren't you? I'm sure you would have come I, up. I, I, I downloaded it. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. I um, took over Bromley, lost every preseason, turned it off. <laughs> it's just too hard. I don't know enough about football. What formation do you want to play? Do you want overlapping wing backs? What? <laughs> no. I don't know any of that. I've been involved <laughs> in the game. <laughs> what colour boxers are they wearing? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So what's that? Three from three from six. Okay. Number seven. Hey, I'm three from six. So I've got. I need to get all four I of these to, to tie with Theo. Lee Young Jay. I'm gonna say. Mm, this is just a coin flip at this point. I'm just going to say no, goalie. What one are you saying? <laughs> no goalie. He is not a goalie. <laughs> oh, come on. He is the Squid Game actor. Oh, decent. Young. Decent. Do you like Squid Game? I loved Squid Game. Yeah. I never watched the final episode. <laughs> what? It's weird, isn't it? Isn't that weird? I just go watch a whole season and not watch the last one. <laughs> so weird. Uh, and I preferred the traitors. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine the, the crew that made Squid Game hearing that. The, the, the millions invested and the hours. Netflix no, is people. fuming. Yeah. <laughs> just for people lying in a room. <laughs> so it's more about your personality. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So four from seven then. Mm -hmm. Number eight, Peter Galaxy. Peter Galaxy. Peter Galaxy. That was my, that's what my nan used to call, just genuine, that's what she used to call um, galaxy bars. Hey, Jack, it's a pound, get a galaxy. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say he is also not a goalkeeper. He is a goalkeeper. Oh, messed it up. Hungry and RP Gal Leipzig. Galaxy. Does he wear trackies? <laughs> or spines? <laughs> yeah. God, he looks a bit like... He looks a bit Casey Keller-ish from Tottenham. the old Tottenham goalie. Yeah. I swear Casey Keller was... Trackies. Was he not? Maybe not. He's just got a fascination with trackies. <laughs> <Yeah. you> know? <laughs> I think he looks a bit Prince, one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. William. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. Scroll up to the top of um, 
like the one that one where he's in that sort of mint blue one maybe not maybe not uh, a little bit I say a lot of rubbish <laughs> <laughs> right so you need to get the last two correct then mm. number nine Paul Dulvecchio these are so hard yeah <laughs> this is so I'm fuming uh, <laughs> at least you're not competitive <laughs> uh, not a goalkeeper he's not a goalie it's Paulie D from Jersey Shore <laughs> oh god one with a massive blowout <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it, but I know who he is. And it's not as good as Traitors. <laughs> <laughs> but better than Squid Game, weirdly. <laughs> right, number 10. Uh, Eli. Oh, I can't even pronounce this one. <laughs> uh Eli Benedettino. See, I'm trying to think of like what kind of weird origin this person might have, What where your brain would go if Benedettino, you've... yeah, let's go for that. <laughs> I'm, let's say... Let's say no goalie. He's a goalie. Oh. He's San Marino goalie. The oh, one is that he? Played against England. Is he? Yeah. So he's probably conceded the most number of international goals, goals of ever, any keeper. Yeah. Probably. Wow. Second to me. Well, if you're not, <laughs> if it's not international, you're probably second to me. <laughs> oh, fair enough. Fair enough. How many did, did I get? I think that's six, weren't it? I think you're being kind. Mm. I think it was five. Was it five? Yeah, I think, I, so. think it, I think it was a bad ending for you. You're not you. bottom <laughs> of the leaderboard, so... No, I'll take no. that. Yeah. I'll take that. Yeah. Four's the worst? Four's the worst. So it's not great. Five's not great. But I'll take it. I'll take it. As long as I'm not last, yeah. it would have been nice to draw with Theo. Hopefully I'll do some more stuff in my career. You invite me back and I'll have another go. I, might get, I might get a guest on your show questioning yeah. people. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right, while we're on it then, mm. let's talk about the darts. Yeah, love it. Uh, obviously, everyone... Go check out your socials for you beating Pie Face. <laughs> yeah, at the O2, that was. Yeah. So no, are you that. a darts man? I, You're I, not, I, I love you? watching it. Yeah. I'm not into it as in like I follow it religiously. Right. I've I've been mad on it for about four years. Yeah. Went down to Ali Pali to, to watch it about five years ago. Oh, you know they all have the like the 180 boards you write stuff on. Yep. I remember the first one I ever wrote on I just said I don't understand darts and just was like looking at the camera <laughs> and now like I'm just I'm obsessed with it it's just it for me darts is a practical joke that got out of hand yeah. like the fact that those <laughs> sportsmen they're called sportsmen professional athletes yeah yeah, yeah. apparently like the the fact they walk out with these models and everyone going nuts it's like Theme we, tunes and yeah everything. we've taken this joke too far but it's a joke <laughs> that I'm happy to <laughs> to go with it's yeah and then um the pdc invited me down to play pie face at the match play in blackpool that's how i went in and said about he knew there was a well he stayed in that hotel i was like yeah. i've stayed in that hotel <laughs> when i was a dart player for the day <laughs> um but yeah i played pie face and he beat me and then we had the rematch at the o2 and i beat him with a 90 checkout so unbelievable check out. Mate, i can't <laughs> believe it I, can't believe, I think what it is is everyone who's played darts will know what I mean by this you cannot play it sober yep. you can't you, you like you, there's a, you need my, m mine's four Guinness need four Guinness or Guinnesses what would that be Guinness or Guinness <laughs> yeah four guineas and, <laughs> and 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 then i'm i'm all right yeah. i'm all right because if you throw two in that treble 20 oh the nerves the nerves it's going in the three or yeah. something so if you have four to sort of squash the nerves you're good to go have yeah. you thrown a 180 
Yeah, I've got three on my line. Yeah. First time I ever hit one. No one believes me, but I don't know why I would lie about this. I hit two in the first night. and Well, not the first night I ever played it, but the first time I ever hit a 180. Hit another one, no like way. half an hour later. And I put, because I put it on my Instagram story going, yes, I've done it. And then half an hour later going, I've done it again. Everyone was like, yeah, and I bet you've seen a lion on the M11. <laughs> so I'm just called Dart now. Dart so, now. Yeah. <laughs> You'd be good on the traitors though. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what? I don't know... I I don't know if this will ruin my chance. I've applied for that. Traitors. Oh, you have actually applied? I've applied. They've asked me to send a video in. Yeah? Yeah. What, are you going to send them a video of in? Just you lying constantly? Well, because I'm, I'm all right at poker. Yep. And I play in a few poker tournaments. So I've gone, I'm all right at this. Yeah. I'll be all right at that. I've been blagging a career long enough. I can blag <laughs> 12 weeks in a castle or whatever it is. Brilliant now yeah. as well. Even the trials they do. So it's like good. an escape room sort of thing. I'd so get so competitive in that. I'd be having a go at people for not winning us all money. <laughs> yeah, 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 same. You're not doing it properly. Yeah, I love it. Love it. All right. Uh, let's go on to West Ham then. Yeah. Uh, obviously, you're a presenter now for West Ham. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people might not know the story. Some will know the story. Can you tell us how this all came about? You're a huge West Ham fan anyway. How did it all come about? Um, it's not It's not a great story, Is really. It Is it from YouTube? Yeah, it's it's just because I'd bang on about West Ham all the time on the socials, speak about it on the podcast and that. Um, and then just, just one day, like um, there was a guy called Kobe who no longer works at West Ham, but he just emailed me. He was like, come in, we'll do a pilot. So it was me, Carlton Cole, James Collins, presenting live from London Stadium. And for me, I, that's, that's up there with my top three most nerve-wracking moments. Like, I don't really get kind of starstruck um, anymore. I don't want that to sound wanky, but like I, I'm kind of like, I interview people all the time, so it's not, but footballers, 100%, I am a, I, I'm, I, I go weak at the knees. Like these are people that I grew up, like it's mad. Like when I go to interview the players or whatever, I'll be at Rush Green and we'll speak to like Declan and he's, I'm 29, he's 24. So he's like, he's like a kid. And I'll, Hello, mate. You're right. <laughs> like, I just, I just lose my shit. Like, I can't, can't do it. But yeah, um, one thing led to another. Uh, COVID hit, so we couldn't do the show anymore. Yep. And I was more gutted about that than not being able to see my nan and granddad. Like, I was like, <laughs> I'm gonna not see Carlton Cole or sorry, <laughs> sorry, nan and granddad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then, yeah. Since then, it's just, it's been. I, I, I literally have to pinch myself because I, I, I can't believe I'm getting to do it. Like, there's. I think I've probably met all the first team now. Just go to training. And we, we do a series called Snack Wars, yep. which is just feeding the play. The, the <laughs> thing is, right, and I don't want to sound like I, like I don't love it. I do. But you will know, you'll know what this is like as a footballer. None of the fucking players want to do it, right? <laughs> None of them want to do it. So I turn up at the ground, and this is for the club. I'm not just turning up going, can we make a YouTube video? The club <laughs> have booked this in. They have a certain amount of appearance things they have to do. I turn up, and they're like, just, right, Four nails, Antonio, Bowen, you're doing it today. And they come in and they're just like, how long is this going to take? And I'm there like a puppy dog. Like, hello, lads. And they look at me. Like, oh, I see him again. We've got to do this. How <laughs> long is this one going on for? Yeah. I have to try and I'm also, I'm so apologetic. I'm, Sorry, lads. It's not going to, not yeah. going to take long. And none of them want to eat food because they've just had dinner and it's just, it's not at all glitz and glam as it may seem. The, the worst bit about those things, it's fine one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, yeah. But when you when everyone else is around you, you're like, I'm getting slaughtered here, and like you can feel the daggers in your back from the lads. And I've done like the FIFA content yeah. ones and that, and like had to do your own player card. As soon as you say anything, I we did one in pre-season, and 
I introduced myself and it was a lot louder than the other two lads because I'm used to speaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everyone behind us like, don't shout. Yeah. <laughs> Who does he think he is? Yeah, exactly. yeah. Got the podcast out here. Right. <laughs> Doing you studying journalism, are you? I was like, oh, fuck. Straight yeah. away. And you're like, yeah, I'm not going to live this one down. <laughs> it's better for me. It's better for me because the players have a bit of banter and stuff. Yeah. Like if it's one-on-one, like they can be a bit dry, like yeah, if they're yeah. not so used to it. But like, you'll know, like, the younger lads are so much better than the older lads because they're they're in this they're media world. Yeah, like like I think sort of I think each player has to do like a certain amount of like appearance, appearance media and things. And stuff yeah, like that, yep. and I think every all the brands that West Ham work with, like they all the brands want Declan all the time. Of Obviously, course. he's the biggest name as well, so that helps. But he's so switched on; he'll just walk in and and be like just flat, and then the cameras will go on, and he. He's just, he's just in like Antonio as well. Like they just, they just straight into character. Just get it, mate. Yeah, it's just get it. That though. makes it easier for you. Quality, yeah, quality. Pablo's my favourite though. Is it? Four nows. What, what a boy. What Fun. a man. <laughs> I tell, I, t- I tell you this story. Yeah, like I really, I could have read this wrong, but I'm pretty sure this is right. <laughs> uh, but it's, it's such a lovely story. So I was sat there, and it was mid July with Rush Green and. The facilities could be better there. Like I think people, it's not like a big secret that West Ham ain't got the, the, the best great, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's this like outhouse thing and it's boiling hot, but we're pre-recording the Snack Wars, the Christmas episode. So I'm having to wear a Christmas jumper and I'm sweating out. And it's with <laughs> Pablo Fornals, Ben Johnson and Skamaka. And Skamaka had been at the club for about two weeks and he did not have a fucking clue what was going on. He's coming in, and I'm having to feed him cranberry and bread <laughs> sauce. And he sits at this table. And, like, this is not, like, me trying to, like, badmouth him at all. It, he just didn't want to be there, and he, can't, he, c- he couldn't speak the language. Yeah. Like, what, imagine if you're thrown in a random country. And totally having, out of your debt. Yeah. It's not one. So, so I, don't, I don't take it personally at all, but he was not giving me much. He was just sat there, and I was like, have you ever had cranberry sauce? He was like, no. I was like... Please try it. No. And I was like, please for me. And he went, for me? Don't ask. I was like, okay. But, but, but this is where Pablo did me a solid because he he could sp- he can speak Italian as well, which is mad. But he he points at Scamacco, who's being really cold to me, and just basically says something in Italian. And I've read between the lines, I think, and he's gone, this guy, not, not a journalist, works for West Ham, come to Europa League last year. Yeah. And and Skamaka goes hit him, and he's like, "Yes, see, see." And and then Skamaka turned Change, and was sir. so <laughs> lovely to me. And I was like, Pablo, you, like he didn't have to do that, but he could tell I was having a rough time of it, and just went. Basically, I think he went. Let's not be a dick here. Yeah, like, help him out a bit. Yeah, because they probably have to do interviews with like proper press, yep. where ask boring questions, try and catch them out. And I'm not about that. So that was a real nice moment for you me. You always think like when you're doing the press, that you tr- they're trying to catch you out or get you to say something that they want you to say. Is that how it that's, feels? It always feels yeah. like that. It's never just a conversation. Right. So that's why everyone like speaks in quotes and like they're like, oh, on to the next game, one game at a time. Yeah. Because you're just like... I just want this to be over. Like, you're, I'm waiting for you to try and catch me out. I'm not playing that game. I'll, I'll just shut shut off. Right, right, yeah. So you I don't can, get the personalities. But. Yeah, it's a catch-22, isn't it? Yeah. Players can't win. They can't win. So I think that's why, at first, when I started my podcast, people very much thought that's what I was going to do because yeah. I'd gone from that background of being quite cutting with my reviews on people. So, But now, because like I'm really so far removed from that. Like uh, we, had, we had Ben Johnson on the pod, and he came in and gave us two hours. It's not often you get that long with a first-team player and stuff. And he... 
he's, he, he was so articulate and so well-spoken and didn't just give us those sort of um, cookie-cutter answers. Yeah, yeah. But there was a couple of things he said where I was like, that's probably not going to go down very well in the press. Yep. Like, so I've, I cut that out. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's not, I, don't want, I want people to come on and feel safe and, and stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I can see why players shy away and then it makes our jobs harder for when we are doing fun stuff like this like well obviously you're employed by the club so it is slightly different uh and you're there to get content and obviously during the world cup josh denzel like uh he was unbelievable doing the lion's den yeah like, everyone has really bought into that behind the scenes sort of stuff and mm. it's interaction that's never been seen before like we're saying about like what i'm doing what ben foster does like people showing you behind the scenes of football and talking about it yeah it's yeah. so enjoyable for the like listeners. And, and I think if you're a nice guy, which Josh, I've, I don't, I think I've, have I met him? Yeah, I think I met him once, but he's, he just comes across like a lovely guy. Yeah. And I know he's mates with them all anyway. Yeah, yeah, so sure. I think that's the way media should be going. Like no disrespect to like all the people who have been doing it for a long time, but this new wave we've got, like when we're both included in that, like, like we, we love the sport. We're in it for the right intentions. Like we're not in it to try and catch someone out or do you know what I mean? Like I just I w- want to have a chat with exactly people. Exactly that. Find have out a laugh. Goalie or no bits. goalie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly it. I would hate it if someone came on it's happened a couple of times where someone's come on my pod and then a newspaper's picked out an art like a quote and then I feel part of that. Like I've tried to get that out. And we used to we used to ask people like harder questions like, are oh, who's the not necessarily this, but for the ease of explaining, like, oh, who's the biggest prick in a changing room yep. sort of thing. But it's, I'm just not... Tell me off camera. I want to know off camera, <laughs> but I'm not going to put it public. But, yeah. Uh, Mr. West Ham as well. I know you say you're not starstruck. I fucking am with him. Sorry for my language. You might have to play. I, oh. Mark Noble, this is. Yeah. Mate. Yeah. I'm just speak, a hero. Just say, he's... I'm not religious, so West Ham is my religion. Like I follow them religiously, right? So Mark Noble is my Messiah. Like he is my Jesus Christ. So it's like, imagine the biggest Christian out there doing a podcast and one day getting a call and going, do you want Jesus Christ on that? <laughs> yes, please. Um, yeah, it was just, I actually looked on, on online a couple of weeks before we did that interview and the longest interview I could find that it had done was like 24 minutes and that was with Joe Cole. No way. He come on ours and did two hours. Um, and it was just, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's crazy. I remember the first time I ever went to watch West Ham, I think he'd made his debut or only played a couple of games. Um, I was about 16 and I was, I've been in, in awe of him ever since. And it doesn't matter what I do in my career and all these cool things I'm so grateful to do. There's never been a prouder moment than like calling my old man up, who's a lifelong West Ham fan as well, and going, Nobes is coming on the pod. <laughs> and he gets to sit there and see his son chat to Unreal. And then he had a go at me. He was um, finally proud of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Noble had a go at me after. Did he? Yeah, we was. it was in the car park and West Ham were playing Blackburn in the League Cup that night. And uh, Nobles is pulling off. He does the window down. He goes, Jack, you coming to West Ham? And I went, nah. And he went, why not? I went, I've got a bit of work on. He went, I bet it was, I bet if it was fucking Europa League, it'd be going, wouldn't you? Or Liverpool. I was like, see you, Mark. <laughs> I've got a good background story for you on Mark Noble, as you're such a fan. So, yeah. Uh, I signed at Arsenal at nine years old. So I was on, I signed at, just after my 10th birthday. I was on trial at nine. And Mark Noble was in my youth team. Was he? So he was playing. And then as my trial finished after a couple of weeks, we were queuing up to see Liam Brady, who was head of the academy at the time. 
and uh, Mark Noble and his dad were talking to Liam Brady and me and my dad were stood there listening because Mark Noble, we had Mark Noble and Jamie O'Hara as our two centimetres. And like he was talking, we was like, oh my God, he's an unbelievable player. And all you could hear was his dad saying, where West Ham, I want my son to go and play for West Ham. Right. So, really? and he, so he was like, I'm leave, we're leaving. I think they agreed compensation at 10 years old. So like we were stood behind and I was trying to find out how my trial had gone. And yeah. all I was listening to was how good Mark West, uh, Mark Noble is and that he wanted to go to West Ham and leave <laughs> Arsenal. I love that yeah. so and, and much. That, that's all they were going to It's like, we're proper West Ham fans. I want him to come through at West Ham. He's got more opportunity. It was just all you could have kept hearing was West Ham. <laughs> yeah. West Ham. Uh, as a West Ham fan, I, I, I love that. Like yeah. he is, it's, it's not, it's not often you get a player that, lives that club, club yeah. lives that club. You do get the odd sort of like one club man and stuff, but he lives it. He used to like, he's in his book. He talks about how he used to break into the, sneak into the bowling and watch West Ham yeah. and stuff like that. And he loved it. Yeah. I, when I, I did a, I did a thing for sport Bible where I interviewed him and, um, I was trying at the time between takes, I was on my phone and I was playing five aside that night in Norwich and I couldn't get the players. I was like, fuck's sake. And he goes, what's happening? I'm like, I can't get the can't get the numbers for five aside. He's like, I play five aside all the time now. I get too many, if anything. I'm like, because you're Mark Noble, people are going to want to play. But in the end, he got my phone. And he sent a voice note in the group chat of all the lads in, going, "All right, lads, it's, it's Mark here. Um, uh, I'm going to me. I'm taking uh, Carly and the kids to Elverdon. Um, it's like a set, center, park. center park. Yeah. He goes, I'm taking her there tonight. If you want, I'll pop by and uh, just make up the numbers. I was like, yeah, cheers, Mark. Like, hung up. The... I didn't tell <laughs> everyone them. turn up, mate. I, people who had ACLs <laughs> turning up. It was, it was madness. I think we had about like 18 for a fiver side. It was un... yeah, it was <laughs> just because nice. they thought we were coming. Yeah, that's yeah. And, and really, I, I thought they just assumed that he's obviously that's a joke. They were turning up, going. Is he, in, is he having a piss or something? No, he's not coming, mate. As Mark if he would announce it if he was coming. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Through the group chat. Yeah, definitely going to come, lads. Cheers. <laughs> what a guy. Love him. That's legend. Mm. That. Uh, obviously, he talks about the Europa League mm -hmm. uh, and travelling away, uh, doing the away days. Mm. How good is that as an experience? I know you say that you, you go as a fan anyway and you do all that interaction, mm. but it must be incredible to do both sides of it. It's the best time and... and also kind of like the worst time as well though because i've i've been quite vocal about this but i don't go to too many games i, I me and my dad had a season ticket the first year of we were in london stadium and that but i i, I joke about it. i am quite busy like i don't i don't i probably could go to more but i'm not somebody that gatekeeps football in a way that you're not a real fan unless you go to every single game like i'm i'm just not like that enjoy football how you want to enjoy it if it's on the sofa if it is going home and away then fair play to you like that's a, that's a that can be a slog at times if you especially if you're not supporting the man cities and the liverpools and then the lower leagues i respect it 100 percent. i'm not that person yeah. for me london stadium is an away day for me because i live in norwich two and a half there three hours back so when this job opportunity came up to present for west ham as i'm covered in west ham tattoos like I've, i'm not faking it like i i obviously jumped at the chance and then it just so happened to coincide with us having our best time in recent years. Well, I, I got the job before we used to qualify for Europa yeah. League. So I, so I get invited on all these away days, Leon, Seville, Frankfurt, dream come true. But the West Ham fan base, or a, a percentage of them, it's unfair to put them all in the Cinco, but they, did, they didn't like it because they've been, and I get it, I 100% get it. They have acquired a certain amount of loyalty points and they can't get these tickets, and there's a YouTuber swanning in doing it. My defense to that would be, I am a lifelong West Ham fan. I'm 
not actually going as a fan. I'm I'm working. Yeah. Because if they didn't know, Declan Rice isn't a West Ham fan. He's he's working. He's, yep. he's a Chelsea fan. So um, they gave me a lot of shit. A, a, a lot, a, a small, a small percentage, of them, but often they're, they're the loudest percentage as well. So I'd be there trying to capture the uh, for the Insta, West Ham Instagram, uh, the fan experience. And uh, I remember I was walking down the street in, um, I think it was in in uh, Leon, just before that famous three 0 win when we done them. It's a, it should be Amazing. the best time ever. But I was walking down the street and see all the West Ham lot outside this pub. I was like, let's go and get involved. And a couple of fans went. Here he is, and fucking come. And like all yeah. this, and I'm like, what? Like, I thought we were all supposed to be some kind of family or something. And they were like, you ought to turn around and go the other way, you fucking plastic. And I'm like, oh, I'm not confrontational. I'm not going to fight a load of West Ham. I'll yeah. get battered by one, <laughs> let alone hundreds. So I was just like walked away. And I'm, I, I, I don't know if I've sort of said this before, but like that night in the hotel room, I got quite upset because it's like, I've just seen my team beat Leon 3-0. Should be the and, best time ever. And I'm kind of keeping my head down when I'm in the ground. And it's like, I don't get it. I kind of get their point to a certain degree, but also I think uh, I was well unjustified as well. Yeah. Your one ticket has actually brought and interacted with thousands of people showing him that experience, those that couldn't be there. Mate. So I, like the justification of your one seat and showing them that behind the scenes, the feeling, the emotion uh, and the pride behind mm. everything involved in the club. Yeah. Surely that overweighs that one ticket. I know. I know. And, and it was uh, another valid point they do have is that I could, I, I was allowed to bring someone and I brought my mate, my mate Stevie and my mate Alfie who aren't West Ham fans, but, I'm not from London. I don't have many West Ham yeah, fans. Yeah. I think I've got one, and he works. So it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna go with someone I'm comfortable to go with, and um, I don't need any brownie points because I, I would if they offered me that trip a hundred times, I would take it a hundred times. No one's gonna. I am a West Ham fan. I don't need to prove myself. But I I waived my. They West Ham offered me a fee. I waive my fee because I'm already privileged enough to be able to go and do this. Yeah. I don't need that. I can make my money elsewhere. This is this is I'm living a dream. So don't pay me. I thank I thank you enough for going. 100%. So don't get me wrong. A lot of West Ham fans show me a lot of love, and when I go to London Stadium and that, I'm chatting to them and always make making. They make time for me. I make time for them. It's brilliant. But there are allowed percentage that that, ru that ruined it in a way and i should come on these types of platforms ago they didn't get in my head they did get in my head yeah. and but i'd do it again and i'd i'd take stevie and alfie again yeah so exactly make of that what you will uh, i've been fortunate enough to play in both stadiums the old stadium and the new stadium so it was both in cup games uh and I've won one game and lost one game. We actually won on penalties for Sheffield United before we got to the League Cup semi-final and I saved a couple of pens that night. Oh, I, I made one of the best saves I've ever made against Stewie Down and, he, one, and it deflected and it was going over my head into the top corner. I don't is that, know how I saved it. Is that the bit of commentary you use in the intro? Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> no. It might be, actually. Right. I just remember after that game, like I, I had a really good game. Uh, Sam Allardyce just went, oh, we would have got through if it weren't for the goal. And I was like, oh, oh my God, that was like one of the, like, the biggest moments of career. But we went on to get to the League Cup semi-final that year, which was just Sick. massive for a League One cup. Yeah. But the contrast in atmosphere at the two stadiums mm -hmm. going to the, uh, the L London Stadium, mm -hmm. so different. I bet, I bet. It's so different. It just felt like I was in a concert at the London did Stadium. It? it felt like I was on stage. So what did it feel like, Upton Park? Well, the stands were steep and on top of you. It felt like that you could hear everything that everyone said, even though there was, it was great atmosphere and like loud. You still felt like the people on the top deck could hit you if they wanted to right, hit you. Right. With a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Where at the London Stadium, it was so far away from the pitch. 
the entrance coming out, the tunnel. It's just, you didn't feel like, it, it felt like you was removed from the stadium and you was playing in it. It was so odd. Yeah. But although like West Ham that night were unbelievable. I what game my, was that? Uh, it was for Bolton in the, uh, in the FA Cup. We lost 3-0, I think. Uh, the left back scored one of the best goals I've ever let in. Uh, was that left back? I know he didn't. Was that Mazuaku? Yes. Yeah. 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 He, he hits his shot. Right late on, wasn't it? Yeah, late yeah. on. Hits his shot and it goes about eight yards wide and then swerves back into the top corner. I actually like look at it and laugh. Yeah. It's just one of the ones it's like impossible. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I remember my centre half, uh, David Wheat at the time, looking back at me and going, You're not going to die? I'm like, nah, I'm not. No, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> yeah. not. just yeah. unsavable. Yeah. Mazuaki, he's, he, he's, he's a strange one because he scored a couple of bangers yeah. like that for West Ham, but didn't really kick on. Do much else. Yeah. Now, Upton Park was a special place, mate. It was a special place and London Stadium it isn't the same I feel like it's for me as a, as a fan and like I said I don't go week in week out but when I do go I feel like not sure what it's been like this season because obviously we're falling off a little bit now but when we beat Seville there in the extra time last in, last year in the Europa League I think I always say like a ground's not really it doesn't feel like a it doesn't feel like a home until you start to put memories in it yep. and that that little run we had I've, that's helped that ground feel feel more sort of connected there'll be a lot of West Ham fans out there that disagree with that but I get your point 100% yep. if I could have Upton Park back tomorrow it's a no-brainer it's a no-brainer right uh, as this is a goalkeeping pod have you ever played in goal played in goal like five, five aside and stuff like that I don't think I've ever done Sunday Sunday league and that um yeah, just just five aside. What's your your backstory about football? When did you start playing football as a kid? And that my dad signed me up to a team called Norman Wanderers, and I, as a kid, I was I was completely I was shy, um, just like the little weird ginger kid at school, uh, <laughs> shy. So I I remember once we played like a cup game. I didn't know what I was doing. I was a right back, um, and I remember one of my first games. Balls bounce. I've tried to play it back to goalie, lobbed him, scored. Uh, own goal obviously <laughs> and, um, and uh, cried walked off the pitch my dad was like in the car you don't do that like you stay on there and you you just carry on and so so I went for about for, from the years of about 8 to about 15, 16 the worst Sunday league play I've ever seen and then as as I got older I got more confident played a lot of five aside probably play still 2-3 times a week now and now I'm Still shit, but <laughs> a half decent Sunday league player. I play centre mid now, so I like to. F In my head, I'm Declan Rice, but <laughs> so not. Can I also talk to you about YouTube as well? Then, obviously, like we've said before, this pod that, uh, getting into YouTube, and you've been going for years on YouTube, mm. and that channel grew and grew to to get you to where you are today. Mm. Uh, obviously, we're very new uh, in that realm, uh, and we're growing and growing. And please go like and subscribe our page as well. But yeah, uh, obviously starting off where was your intention of it going I, I think I was doing it I was doing it for a number of years before I ever made a penny yeah so 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 that's all re already you're winning because if you're doing it weekly without making a penny you are doing it for the right reasons because you've got a passion for it to keep turn imagine keep turning up for a job you're not getting paid for there must be a reason I'm doing it. yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm living that dream. <laughs> but you get to play goalie or no goalie <laughs> yeah, every exactly, week. So yeah. you are in a way getting paid in, in <laughs> and I get to spoil the traitors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, no, I was doing it for a long time without making a penny and then um Zoella released an advent calendar. I don't know if you know about this, dear. 
there was a YouTuber called Zoella. You know about it. I know about it. Yeah, there was a there was a popular YouTuber back in the day called Zoella, and she released an advent calendar which was fifty pounds, and it had twelve doors in it. In one of the doors you get a pen, in the other door you get a notepad. In one of the doors there was a ball of fluff. Uh, so I bought this advent calendar and I reviewed it in the style of how a beauty vlogger would review. So in today's door, and um, this sounds like I told this on the Stephen Stephen Bartlett podcast, but this is this is one hundred percent true. I, the video before that, I uploaded a podcast with Jimmy Conrad, former USA player, and it got twenty k views. And I've done my big plan on my whiteboard in my in my room, and I needed every video to get at least thirty k views, otherwise it wouldn't be my job anymore. So I was due to quit, and then. I was in the pub, I'd made this sketch about this advent calendar, and I didn't know laws about defamation, can you can you say this stuff yeah. about something? And I was in the pub and I was, got a bit pissed and showed my mates, and none of my mates care, like, what I do. <laughs> They're like, you're just Jack. Like, but I showed them and they were like, that's fucking funny, you should post it. So I had a few more beers and then posted it. And the next morning I woke up, it was on quarter of a million views. Wow. By that night, the next night it was on a million. And it was yeah, it was this, and now and and now it's on six point two million views. This video changed everything. This is like every Christmas, this gets recommended to people on no YouTube, way. so it goes up about half a mil every year. Sick. So that sorts of Christmas presents out for the family. I'm the only person to get my money's worth from this calendar. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that that sort of changed everything. After that. Um, I did a follow-up video on it because if something works, you just cash in and do it. Again. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then that that was my that was my sort of YouTube life changed. And then every video on from then sort of just saw 300 k and amazing. That. Yeah, and then I found I found my niche. And it's only until the last sort of two years that I've sort of let that subside a little bit now and gone more into sort of sports and stuff like that and comedy. Uh, subjective, <laughs> innit? Yeah, <that's> <laughs> uh, you said that you might have a couple of questions for me. Do you want to get them out of the way? Yeah, I can't. I can't quite think. I, I spoke to 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 Ben about this about football or WhatsApp chats. Um, what's it like at, at your level? Is it more brutal? Because I imagine like Prem players, they have to worry about what they say a lot. Yeah, so, this went through different spells. This so when WhatsApp group chats first came about, mm. it was horrible place. It was vile. Yeah obviously abusive uh and anyone that it did anything it, you just get abused on a group chat it's gone so clean again now it's now just oh is it that. Yeah, is it it's boring because now. my previous sunday league side i was at there i'm not in that group chat anymore thankfully but it was brutal yeah so i was trying to i was trying to figure out right i'm the shittest level of football ben was at the top, top yeah and then you're like in the middle, just no. You're above middle, but not not top, right? <laughs> just just above the, the middle. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm trying to work out the scale of does the group chat get more watered down as it? Yeah, rises? it definitely does. Uh, obviously, the top level will be a lot more professional. Yeah, it's just a lot cleaner, I reckon. But yeah, now as does it's ruthless and it's like there's some stuff in there that shouldn't be in there. <laughs> but then that that used to be worse. They used to be a Did lot it. closer to the mark stuff and uh, like people abusing each other like right. properly. But now, now it's cleaned up a bit. Now it's a lot of photoshopping. Of so when Andy Cannon said he saw a lion, that there was <laughs> like hundreds and hundreds of like <laughs> pictures yeah. photoshopped and yeah. put back in yeah. the group chat. That, that I'd that be all over of, it. Yeah, exactly. I love it. I love so it. So that Snapchat filter where you can just like 
crop people straight away and do it instantly. This, yeah. This has been like the biggest theme, I reckon, in WhatsApp group chats that's gone on for the last three or four years. Yeah. yeah. So good. Just There's any I, chance you can abuse someone. I use Pixar. Have you heard of this? There's yeah. an app called Pixar, and that's like a little Photoshop for your phone. Yeah. And I'm always Photoshopping my mates' heads <laughs> on stuff. Couple a couple more questions. What's the when you're in sticks, what's the what's the worst insult you've ever had? Oh, uh, <laughs> well, the, the funniest I've ever had was your mum's a welder. <laughs> is yeah. she? Is your mum a welder? No, she's not actually. Oh, yeah, okay. she's a school dinner lady. Yeah, <laughs> right. <it's all> good. <laughs> Did you turn around and go get it right? Actually, <laughs> she's a school dinner lady. Oh, but the amount, the best ones are when you're playing like the lower, like the lower league stadiums because yeah. you can hear everything and like, like recently I had like kids just asking me the whole game, "What's Deadpool like?" Like, oh like, yeah, it's just like. A, just daft things like yeah. that. And then obviously in the bigger stadiums you get like uh, like uh, every goal kick, ah, you fat bastard. Yeah, you're you know, like, yeah, you're shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're but good ones. Do, do they have, you got to be 100% honest, has anything ever got in your head? No, but Harrogate Away did make me laugh the most because for 45 minutes they sang Howard Shags' sister in the bath. <laughs> I was just about to bring that one up. In the bath? Don't ignore it. How would that work logistically? Yeah, I don't have a sister. <laughs> oh, right, okay. <laughs> so it was my brother, actually. <laughs> Who's a welder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, honestly, for 45 minutes, like this just kept on happening, like the whole half. So do you like it when it, I guess it's better when it's funnier, right? Yeah, so it's so much more interactive that like every time like they were sit, you took touch the ball, it's like, oh, Howard Shags' sister, it kept going. I was like, oh my God, are you going to stop? And it's just like, yeah, you start at the end of it, couldn't wait to walk off the pitch just to go in the dressing room. It's like, lads, got a new song. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, it's class, isn't yeah, it? That's yeah. what it's all about. You should, you should, if anyone's ever given you pelters, you should try and work like, Find out who they are, get them on the podcast, yeah, and have like a chat with like <laughs> how a, they started that one off. Yeah, yeah, yeah just have one. a chat with a with a hater. <laughs> now, this right, my final one. You've probably been asked this before. Have you have you met them then? Yes, <laughs> yeah, uh, both owners. Yeah, what are they like? Ledge, uh, Rob's like lovely, down to earth. We played golf with him in a charity golf day. It was like lovely, like really nice quality. And then uh, the first time I met Ryan was uh, I was after a game getting treatment because I'm really old. Uh, yeah, so I was in the physio room, just, I think I had an ice pack on my thigh and he walked in and it was like, like how you said that Martin Noble was like, your messiah. It's yeah. Like, this guy came in glowing, just beautiful. Yeah. Just, and then, yeah, so he walked over and then I went to shake his hand and I was like, no, 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 I've got to get up. So like really awkwardly <laughs> and like, I was like, Hi Ryan, <laughs> and then put, like he's like we shook hands, put my arms, and then ever since then, like he's brilliant, mate. Like yeah. both of them, they're inter the interaction they have with all the team, they they'll text you after every win, they'll comment on your like your social media posts, like mate, they they and, are like, they are so ingrained. personable that it just makes it more enjoyable, and yeah. you want to do well for them, right, as well. So they've like, really the taken Wales yeah, in as well, really haven't they? Have, yeah. yeah, and I think they're now like the world's football club, right. So yeah. everybody around the world, the messages you get on social media and like, you're like, oh, I'm listening in Brazil and I'm listening in Canada. And like, it, you have like Chinese people, like Australian fans that are all following you and commenting on your stuff. And you're it's like, quality. How have they got that vested in the football club? And it's just <sighs> because of them. That's what football is though, isn't it? It's narratives yeah. that you can buy into yeah. and storylines. I haven't seen the documentary yet, but a couple of my mates say it's quality and yeah. stuff. And yeah, it's, I'm, I think I'm obviously this season we're close to top of the league we've mm. got half of the way through uh, if we can get the club out of the division the club can just go anywhere they wanted to yeah. they've got so much potential and the fan base is there they're incredible we played in the FA Cup uh, a couple of weeks ago we had 5,000 fans turn up away at Coventry Jeez. 
packed. Like, and the atmosphere was incredible. It's unheard of. So, like, the fans have really bought back into the the whole club and what they're trying to do in the community. It's incredible. Would you get them on air? Would they come on air? Please, yeah, yeah, come on! <laughs> oh, if, I'd love, I'd love them to come on. I'd love yeah. them to come on, even if it was part of their TV show mm. and they did like the behind the scenes bits. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, obviously that would be a dream one. Yeah, uh, I think they'd do alright for the ratings. Yeah, Not, it might rival yours. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how many they get on goalie or no goalie. Yeah, that's also true. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what they'd be like. <laughs> They're really bought into they, it. I they love wouldn't it. be a goalie or goal. I'd have to call it shot stopper. Yeah, non shot stopper. <laughs> <laughs> Goaltender. <laughs> <laughs> I love yeah, it. No, they've been brilliant. So yeah, no, it's, it's obviously a pleasure to be part of the club at the moment and yeah. everything it's trying to do. Yeah, quality, mate. Love right. it. So unfortunately, that's all we've got time for today on the Yours Mine Away podcast. Uh, now we're all caught up. We're all caught up, baby. We're all caught up. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> it's so desperate for you to do it as well. <laughs> I'm like, thanks. just do it, just do it. Poke the bear, poke the bear. <laughs> thanks for having me on, lads. No, thank you very much. Loved like it. I said, like we're massive fans. And oh, appreciate it, appreciate it. I'm going to go back and listen to your back catalogue and say the same to you next nice. time. Nice, thanks a lot. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. I hope everyone's enjoyed this episode. I know I thoroughly have. Uh, still grinning ear to ear. So. <laughs> uh, I've been Mark Howard. Um, with producer Ben thank you very much Jack all the best guys see you next week what colour boxes have you got on Uh, brown I think (laughs) they were white when you first got in (laughs) what a save from Mark Howard ACAST powers the world's best podcasts here's a show that we recommend The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.